0: Welcome to a recording of a short Bible-based talk from Hope Church Worcester. If you're in the area and you'd like to visit us, we would love to see you. We meet in our building called the Granary, which is located in the centre of Worcester. So I want us to look at the nations today. I want us to see what it is to bless the nations. I want us to be a church that's known for blessing the nations. Is that okay? So I want us to look at that and look what, look what that involves for us, if that's okay. So the, the thing, quite often, the way I work, the way my brain works is God speaks to me and, and I live in that, that word for quite a long time. It goes through my mind and, and I think the thing from last year, the thing that God spoke to me last year and, and keeps speaking to me, is when God speaks, it's not just for the here and now, it is for the here and now, but those words last for eternity. They have ripple effects, they keep going and keep going until his promises are fulfilled. And, and, and that just rung with me. So all the things that have been said over my life, they keep going. They don't stop. Ripples don't stop. And the things in the Bible, the Bible, the ripples, they keep going. So the things that said, they weren't just for Joseph, they weren't just for Daniel, they weren't just for Abraham. Those words are for us now. And so when we open the Bible, the Bible c- come alive and this is a thing I've been learning. Dee's been really good at sort of dragging me along on this journey. Um, she's, she's been, Dee's been exploring for the last few years what it's like to be discipleship making movements. And she's really shown me a different way to, to look at the Bible, to bring people, to take our friends and let's read, explore the Bible together. So I want to do a bit of that this morning, if that's all right. So we're going to read a, we're going to read a chapter. Um, uh, it's the story of Abraham. Is that okay? And then we're going to get into groups. We're going to discuss it a little bit and then we'll see where we go from there. All right, is that okay? So we're going to read Genesis. Have you got it on the screen, Matt? Is that we've given Matt a really tough time this morning. So he's done an amazing job. So I uh, so Genesis 22. Okay, let me read it from here. Um, then God said, "Take your son." Let me just set the scene. So um, basically, you've, you've had the Tower of Babel. So the Tower of Babel was this um, man started to thrive and, and not need God. So God, uh, and they started to build this tower of worship, of amazingness, and and God was like, I'm not having this. They're not looking at me and enjoying me. So he caused chaos, absolutely chaos, and they all started speaking different languages. And God started, I find that when when chaos happens, God likes to bring order. So this is God starting to bring order to the world. So he starts using Abraham to sort out his promises, start to bring order to the world. Abraham, so God's been speaking to Abraham, sending him, taking him on a journey. And then he says he's going to be a promise, he's going to bless the nations, but he's got no kid. And then God gives him a kid. all right. And then God takes him on this little bit of adventure. So this is where we're at. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of that word Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain that I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son. Abraham replied, The fire and the wood are here. Isaac said, But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on the top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand, he took his knife and slayed his son. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) That's not the punchline. Uh, Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possessions of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all the nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. And then Abraham returned to his servants and they set off towards uh, Beersheba, whatever that is, and Abraham stayed there. Okay, so we're, we're running out of time, so I need you to be quick in this, if this is alright guys. So I want you to get into groups, okay, and uh, open it up if you've got your Bibles on your phone or you brought them with them. Um, get into groups and I want you to discuss what do we learn about God in this story? The um, questions will be on the screen. What do we learn about people and what can, what's the bit that sticks out to me, really grabs me? So God likes to speak through Scripture, so there might be a bit that sort of just grabs you. Okay. So what do we learn about God? What do we learn about people? And what's the bit that grabs us? Is that right? So get into groups of three, four, and you're going to have to be speedy because there's a little bit more to come. Is that okay? Um, Just just to finish really with um, just the things that God showed me, I think, through being involved in the nations. Um, And I just... Hopefully these are helpful, really. Um, when, I was, when I was 18, um, I, I, I was me. I was there. I was ready to save the world, change the world. I had all the answers. And uh, Jim, bless him, took us on a trip to Uganda. And uh, I was there. I was going to bless Uganda. I was going to build this church in a week. And uh, we were going to do this. It was going to be amazing sort of thing. I, and I went there. And I, I don't know whether I helped. Did I help? Probably a little bit, yeah. didn't I? Do you know what I'm saying I was probably a bit of a burden on them all? And um, but I remember standing in the church, and the church in Uganda, the services goes on for hours, so the, the worship is about like an hour and a half, the is about an hour and a half, and you are there, and after two minutes, my brain's gone. Do you know what I'm saying? I've lost it, I'm not listening anymore, I'm not engaging with God. And there was a girl sat next to me, she came to the worship she was dash God, she should pray, and she was going for it. She was the whole way through where she was worshipping. And and then during the talk, you could see her, she was intent, she was going after God, she was really going after God. And I sat there going, I lasted two minutes, I want to be like her. I I, I want to go after God like she does. And, and and I just think the thing I've been learning is so often I come we come with this approach, I've got all the answers. You know, I can I can save the world. But actually the nations have got so much to teach us. And Richard, I'd encourage you to go back to listen to Richard's talk. The last time we spoke, I think it was the 9th of October, and he talked about the nations. The fastest growing church is Africa. Do you know what I'm saying? They're they're seeing loads and loads of people saved. And so often we've come with an empire attitude, we're going to save the world, but actually we've got so much to learn from the the nations. We've got so much to learn. So let's be open. So often I get myself in a room with somebody that's not like me, because tell me. Tell me, help me learn, help me learn about society. I get it wrong all the time. We've got some Syrian friends, and it was quite an amazing story, and I'd love to tell the story, but I'm not going to because I have got time. But um, we got invited around to their house, and, uh, and it was a real answer to prayer. Um, you know, we've been wanted to spend some time with some Muslims and, and just get to know them and just live with them and do life with them. And we got around, and I, w- I remember we went there, and I was so excited about getting invited to their house. I walked in, I shook all their hands and all these ladies' hands, and they just looked at me in horror. Because obviously, that's not what you do. You don't greet them, you just greet them. Do you know what I'm saying? But I sort of touched these ladies, and and it was the wrong thing to do. So we'll get it wrong. But let's have a heart of welcoming. Let's embrace other nations. Let's embrace other cultures. It says in the Bible that every tongue, every nation, every tribe. If you look amongst us, there's lots of tribes, there's lots of nations. And even in our society, there's lots of tribes. You know, there's lots of different. Nationalities, not nationalities, but like people speak differently, people act differently, people don't act like us. And sometimes that can be really uncomfortable. You know, going to another nation, sometimes it can be really uncomfortable. But let's embrace that. Let's, you know, that word, thanks Kirsten, because that was one of my points. Let's be intentional. As, as a church, we need to be intentional about going after the nations. We want to be like Abraham. You know, we're living with that word. That's not a word for Abraham that's with us. We're here to bless the nations. What was what did God say to him? You'll bless the nations because you obeyed me. So if we are a church that obeys God and is intentional about the nations, things will happen. Things will go. You'll send us well. You'll send others well. We'll love people. This place will be full of loads of different languages. And on Sunday morning, I'm desperate to hear, you know, Arabic and and Uh, whatever Lugandum, whatever language is, I just want to hear other nations be involved because they've got so much to teach us. That's it. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the talk. Further information about Hope Church can be found at www.hope-church.org.uk. Thank you for listening.